Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm going to crack open a drink. Oh, oh my God. And do you know what that was? That was Pals, the beige one. Yeah. Which were actually gifted to me. That's so nice. I can't believe they're finally they're finally done beige after all the demand. <laughs> it's I think it's an indictment on our on us as a society that we've got to the point where we're like excited about the color beige. Color beige. However, this drink rocks. Yeah, pink guavas are lovely. And as much as I don't want to be like it looks aesthetic. <laughs> It looks acidic in it the fridge, nice. and I, that kills me. It's that, they are by no means sponsoring this podcast, but you do get them for free. But not in not in coordination with um, the pod. Yeah, yeah. That was, it was more affiliated with my Instagram. Yeah, not not in coordination with the massive influence that this podcast has. I don't think we should underestimate the power this podcast has. Can we say to to the <laughs> listeners, we have been shook Eli, by the response and- of one episode coming out. <laughs> <laughs> a full six months after And as we said before, we don't deserve it. And I mean, our behavior mm. since releasing a podcast has been unacceptable. Yeah. You emailed us chartable stats of where we were <laughs> the New Zealand podcast. I chat. was like, look I was at like, this. <laughs> I was like, we're, we're number 13. And then I tell you what, I checked today, we're number 12 in the comedy charts. And we've been doing this podcast for like six years. Yes. Yeah, we have. We <laughs> Inconsistently. Have. <laughs> it's shocking. Q's theme song. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a phase. Welcome along to actually this week's episode of The Male Gaze. I'm your host, Chris Parker. And I'm also your host, Eli Matthewson. (laughs) Unacceptable thing to say. I'm going to say I'm not your co-host. I'm your co-host. I'm one of the people. One of the people. I'm one of the the voices in this. One of the most indecisive. Do you reckon you've got quite a gay voice? Uh, I I feel that when I listen to it, it is gay. But I've had a shocking amount of people... Not know that I'm gay recently. Is this because of your representation on Celebrity Treasure Island? It might be. Yeah, I guess you're like introduced to a new audience. No, you're very gay on that show. Do you reckon? Yeah, I don't. You stripped down to a speedo, mounted a unicorn, and then yeah. proceeded to sort of mince around yeah, the field. True, true, true. Can I ask you about your appearance on um, beloved New Zealand child TV show <sighs> What Now? Because I've <laughs> seen a clip of you. I'm going to say bordering on inappropriately lip syncing in a onesie. <laughs> I know. I... You're rubbing like your like titties. <laughs> I'm not rubbing my titties. Can you call it the hell down? Can I was you... like, this is the gay agenda. 
I, an action. Yeah, I just, I definitely. This is indoctrination. I converted every child that was watching. <laughs> um, they flew me and Matt Gibb down to promote Celebrity Treasure Island, and both of us were very honoured to be back on the What Now set. We've both been there before. I previously was Camilla the Gorilla a couple of times. Not full-time. It wasn't my full-time gig. Erin Simpson was the original Camilla the Gorilla, if you didn't know. Um, There was a gymnast called Rowan who would do it most of the time, and I filled in for a couple of times. Gymnast. Yeah, he was a gymnast. So his Camilla could really do a lot of things that my Camilla could not. Probably retired out of gymnastics to go straight into... Full time gorilla work. Full time gorilla work. You what you got? Yeah. Camilla, you got the zoo, you got You got Kong. You got Peter Jackson's King Kong and King then of Kong. course Kong Skull Island. But often it's very rare to work after um a full time career in gymnastics. Yeah, it's true. Because you're really holding on to those. I mean Planet of the Apes. Yeah, they do some very gymnastics. I mean, it's it- really monkey things. That you- <laughs> <laughs> you've got to go full-time to other monkey-related gigs. <laughs> um, but yes, we did have to do a lip-sync battle, and I chose Raw. And the reason that so I chose good. it was because uh, last year for the radio, I, d- I did drag for a day, and that was the lip-sync song that I learned. So I was like, I know this. But then obviously didn't think about... I was honestly, and I was also trying to think of like, I was like, what other songs do I know kind of all the words to? And I was like, I guess I know Padam Padam. Maybe I could do that. And then I like thought about <laughs> the lyrics to that song. And I was like, oh no way, that's about meeting someone in a nightclub and fucking them. <laughs> and then, so I did Raw in a pink dinosaur onesie that I found there. And then, um, I don't think it's that inappropriate, but there is one moment where I do kind of like get on the floor and I consciously. You drop it low. I drop it at low. And I'm kind of like, arching back and I had to <laughs> uh, my mind was like don't thrust don't thrust like I had to very consciously tell myself not to do that so good could you imagine could you imagine I mean I guess though what now has always been sort of gay coded I, I, yeah I mean I mean my I believe you, you're the same as me when you're like my first comedy icon was Sports Susie played yeah. by Shimonuro Kelly and serial stuff and that was a very kind of like there's something queer coded about that character. For international <laughs> <laughs> For international listeners. It's super stupid to even, but we all know what serial stuff is, which is like the weird TV show inside of the pockets of a tiny micro series inside of this morning kids TV show on a Sunday morning where they had like Barbie dolls mm. creating a serial drama, serial stuff. They were played by real people when they were indoors, and then when they went outdoors, they were Barbies. Anthony Samuels as... What was his character's name? That's a really good question. It was essentially Ken. Outdoor Trev. Outdoor Trev, yeah, yeah, yeah. That character was Mm. only gay. Yeah, you're right, you're right. But what is interesting about the representation of Anthony Samuels as Outdoor Trev was that he wasn't like... He wasn't... I didn't find it like derogatory. There was something sensitive about Outdoor Trev that I thought was quite sweet. Yeah. Um, and it was just like, he was like a tender, gentle man. I, I don't know. I just thought it was quite um, a beautiful portrayal. Yeah, and really you, beautiful. And, sort of, and the original the original portrayal. He sort of was the blueprint. Yeah. So last week, um, and we can say that, we threw a political question out to... Um, we had a cliffhanger. Yeah, I guess we did. We had a Christmas cliff. It didn't have to be a, a Christmas cliff, but um, they the, those empower. Yeah, 
chose to sort of leave us, not answer this question. Even though it is, the voting is open and yeah. we need to get you, the listeners, the answers to the important questions. There was a little part of me that was like, you could respond to this a bit quicker. Yeah. <laughs> but whether the, um, our politicians know who Troy Savannah is. Such an important question. Um, Eli very confidently asked mm. Grant Robertson, um, a Labour MP, head, he's the current finance current minister. Finance minister a proud gay man. Yeah, and I and it was the very first message I've seen him on Instagram <laughs> as well. A voice memo. A voice and it was a full voice memo and it Which ended actually deranged. in bye BB. Yeah, that was probably the worst part. Yeah. That is what I should be. That's what that I re-listened to and sort of got a shiver down my spine. Yeah, that was actually gross behavior. <laughs> that was gross <laughs> behavior from me. So we sent it at six PM last Wednesday. And then I can tell you at eight oh one PM. Yeah. I got a response. Oh, my God. Here's what Grant Robertson had to say. My youth is yours, Eli. True story. I DJed at Golden Dawn after Pride Parade in 2018, and youth was on the playlist. Oh, my. I actually got goosebumps. Good response. Great response. Good response. He is honestly serving it at the moment. He's an icon. He's He's. I reckon... Funniest person in parliament. Funniest person in parliament. Yeah. Genuinely big laughs. Cracks me and up. I think loves it. Yeah, I, I think lo- so too. I keep watching, um, there's, a, there's, a, there's just been a debate with him and Nicola Willis. Mm-hmm. Um, two kind of key characters of this whole nightmare that is the New Zealand 2023 election. Yeah. Um, and there's so much that they both use the phrase, how dare you? Like before every <laughs> sentence is so amazing. I love it. And I don't think I can recall the last time I used the phrase, how dare you, sincerely. Yeah, no, I can't ever... I don't think I have ever used that sincerely. No way. It's the most powerful phrase besides stop showing off. Yeah, it's really... It really... It's like, you should not have done what you just did. How dare you? (laughs) Was this on... Were you watching the... Was it when she said, did you just compare me to the Briscoes? Did you just say and insinuate that I'm a Briscoes saleswoman? Because that uh, is not ideal or something. What did you say like that? (laughs) That was such a reach on her I behalf. Know. I was like, he literally did not say that. Yeah, he can be your your tax policy <laughs> and also to a do not keep your keep my wife's name <laughs> out your goddamn mouth. Wait, you're married to Tammy now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I would love that. Would and that would be I a saw Kiwi her, celebrity power couple. I saw her once. Um, de-wigged. We all know she's wearing a wig. Yeah. Um, and I was actually on a gay. Same sex date, <laughs> a date of the same sex variety. And gay brackets same sex. Same sex, <laughs> not gays and happy. Gays and same sex date with Michael. Or? No, with another person. Wow! And while I talk- was with Michael, no. Wait, <laughs> excellent. Last Go for week, it. no. Did it- you talk to her? Um, this person I was dating seemed to have known her, and we were <gasps> walking down New Regent Street, and then she was in a jewelry shop. Wow! I think working there, so that was confusing. But maybe what? she owned all the jewels. She must do. She she. I it wouldn't surprise me that she would like do something like work in a shop, not because she needs the money, but but just to fill out the days because you know it's her you, charity work selling yeah, selling jewels. Selling jewelry. <laughs> I have sold her a Shehard CD. She came into Marmix Miraval Mall and she was trying to find a particular Shehard album and she listened to 
she put them all on at the listening station to work out which one. And it was the one with the grasshopper on the cover. I can't remember what that one was. She called. listened to all the albums. All the Shayan albums. You got you're just not doing that sort of due diligence anymore, are you, when you're buying music? No, you're well, you're not, you're not buying, buying it. it, are you? You're not actually and so buying it. How dare you? <laughs> music listeners, how how dare you? Give it to me with complete sincerity. Okay. <laughs> I need to channel <laughs> me on Celebrity Treasure Island last week. The first time oh I've God. shown true anger in my entire when life. When I rewatched that clip this week, I was like, <laughs> he's actually lost his fucking mind. I had lost my mind. I was <laughs> I so ne- cooked. It was the I have never behaved like that <laughs> in any other situation <laughs> in my entire life. I have never seen you that sincerely emotional about anything. And in this instance, it's like... The lotto guy going home on Treasure Island. I know! I know! I know! So crazy. I was like, bitch was hungry. I was hungry, and we had also watched them do that endurance challenge for two and a half hours. You didn't do it, though. No, but everyone was crying. (laughs) So? Hey, how dare you? That was good. Did you that? That like was that? Good. Yeah, wow. Thank you. Okay. I um threw the question out. Do you know Troy Savan to Auckland Central um, MP? MP. I, I don't. Electra MP. Electra MP. I just drove past some Mahesh fans on the corner on the corner of your street, who's the national candidate, oh. trying to get some toots. And guess what? <laughs> Saturday light, I did not hear them get a single two. They got boots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, there's nothing worse eh, than like, like with a big sign, yeah, like, and smiling. just silence, just not traffic, a single, not a single sound, <laughs> just, just <laughs> from the crossing. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Which that I killed that just then. Really good. Have it's you, the drop. I think everyone yeah. goes the, but you got to get the like that top bit. Is, did Reese Darby just get here? Because you are a sound effects <laughs> master. Okay, here we go. This is what Chloe. Tell me what said. time she replied because um, my, my, Grant took two hours. Days. Yeah. This is twelve thirty-seven on another day. She's busy. She's busy. She says. Oh <laughs> damn it! We shouldn't do tech. <laughs> okay, hold on. I love how you holding your phone next to the microphone is considered tech. <laughs> yeah. Of course she's watched the AD. Of course she's watched. When she said that, I was like, yeah, of course the AD. Yeah. On the TikToks, don't, don't act like you don't, don't like you're not, know. You're not that you're, Gen Z cusp. That you're toxically online. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I act like your screen time is below. <laughs> you are on your phone all day. Who do you reckon is the most toxically online out of anyone in Parliament? Chris Luxon could be up there, man. He is on TikTok a lot. Yeah, but he loves talking to the people. This is what I've read in campaign analysis. And what I would also say from my own analysis of meeting both Chris's last week is that Chris Luxon loves to go and talk to normal people but can't handle being in front of a camera. Luxon. Luxon. So 
He's always online. He's making so many TikToks. Yeah, so bad. He eh? did one the other day. It was like, let, get ready with me as I put on my suit. And it was like, which suit should I wear? And I was like, neither. Don't. <laughs> did you see him, shit. On the, did you see him on the moped? No. <laughs> Drove up on a moped and then kind of just struggled to get the lid open and then was like, lighting's open. <laughs> clumsy. And like in John Key's video, I just, I forgot that he sounded like that. Yeah. Hey guys. <laughs> it's like John Key. I was his like, voice, yeah, his accent <laughs> sent a jolt through I my know, spine. I, know. <laughs> I was so like, we were on. taking commands from, hey guys. Hey guys. Hey guys, it's me, John Key. Like, it's like, there's one what? line that he says, is like, we don't want to wake up on October 15th in limbo land. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think David Seymour must, surely is toxically online. Oh, oh yeah. Or Shane. Um, oh, What's his name? From NZF First. Yeah. His, oh, his, his algorithm is cooked. The so books. Cooked. He'd be getting like, sometimes I'd get like videos or like memes from my dad and it would be like a meme that he got sent via WhatsApp. That then he's like downloaded, saved to like a folder on his like desktop, and then like attached it as an email. Like it's gone through like all the, it hasn't been sort of like organically shared. And you're like, how have you unearthed this like crazy meme? But he'll sort of send it to the siblings. And I feel like that sort of. I love watching how, how kind of like, like slightly older people might sh- share stuff online. Oh, yeah. So, okay, Megan Alatini was on my CGI team. She's an absolute icon. I yeah. love her. I And I also would say when she left, that was probably the beginning of the downward slope of my team's general morale. <laughs> <laughs> she really was holding us together. True bliss, man. I, honestly. She's so good. Just before you finish this, I think yeah. we should send all of Troopless to an island together oh and just gosh. film it. Just No one gets eliminated. No one gets eliminated. Joe Cotton dresses up. Carly self-eliminates. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so. so, Megan Alatini, I'll tell you two things. Number one, as we were driving into CGI, um, Megan FaceTimed one of the Venga boys. <laughs> Because <laughs> they were friends, because they, okay, so they, yeah, of course, they like toured together in the past, and was like, "Say hi, everyone!" And then our driver was like, "No, turn your phone, like you know, because obviously you can't leak the cast or whatever." And then <laughs> Megan was like, "Um, it's she, she lives in Sweden. She's she's, she's so famous. She's in the Venga Boys. <laughs> Imagine if the cast of um, Celebrity Treasure Island New Zealand was leaked from a member of the Venga Boys. <laughs> the Venga Boys leaked it out. <laughs> anyway, Megan also share one of my Instagram posts, and it's the most beautiful thing because she's kind of like screenshotted it but you can kind of oh see the top God. of like my it's a dump you've posted a dump and she screenshot like the first of the dump and so like you can see the little white box and everything god it's good stuff it's really good it? stuff there's a random border on the side that's what I'm after from our politicians a little more like chaos in the I know I don't want it to look so yeah, they all have hired these young savvy people to make their stuff look <laughs> slick and it's like we know you didn't post this I know I, I'm in this election for boomers posting content that's what yeah. I want. If That's we're going to have boomers in parliament, post like boomers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm sick of you posting like 22. How dare you? <laughs> how dare you? How how dare you? Okay, do you want a fact of the gay? I would love one. I can't believe that. I don't have one. Okay. Um, what I did do was download ChatGBT like moments before and kind of was like, oh, this, this is like the beginning of the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and I asked it... Um, can you please tell me a fact about the LGBT community? And it's involved. Um, oh, that's what I asked. Yeah. And then it said a whole bunch of stuff. And then I was like, well, let's specify this. Mm-hmm. Big thing in my life at the moment. I'm returning to ballet. 
Um, so yeah, we're actually we we're, we gotta wrap. We this keep up. We gotta keep this tight because we've gotta go to ballet class. Yeah. Um, I've been going for like a couple of weeks now, and I'm, but this is the beginning of a new term, which is like I'm considering dropping down the two hundred and fifty dollars to do the ten class. Amazing turn. I don't actually think you get a discount, so it probably would be better for me to pay week by week. But yeah. I'm absolutely. Oh wait, so you it. just pay for ten at once, and there's no. <laughs> no you just spend a lot of money. Well, maybe it's two hundred dollars. I can't remember, but. If God, it's bringing me joy at the moment. Yeah. Oh, just doing something for fun. That's cool. It's so I nice. Ne- I need that in my life and have needed to do that in my life for the past six years <laughs> and have not done that. <laughs> what would you do? I mean, I guess I'm going to um, guess I'm going to go to the pub quiz after this, and I feel like that does fill a little bit of that. Like it does, know. doesn't it? It's satisfying. I'm actually in a bit of a hobby conflict at the moment where mm. my pub quiz team and my ballet class ballet. at the same time. Yeah. So I'm going to race over. That is tough. I still want to do pottery, but, you know, it's like, when will I start? Everyone's yes. doing it. Yeah, I think I would get a lot out of making stuff with my fingers. Mm, that's interesting. My mum does these kind of, like, kooky little... Well, they're not kooky. They're actually cool. It's... it's <laughs> yeah, how dare you? How dare me? <laughs> <laughs> like, how uh, dare me? <laughs> It's kind of like art challenges. So, like, each day it'll, like, give you the start of something and then you have to finish. And, like, she printed it all out one time when we were back for Christmas and, and we all, like, finished the picture together and then you, like, turn them around and see how each of you finished it. And, like, oh, what, like it'll start with a shape and then you paint out from that and then you see oh, what each of you's done. Yeah. Stuff like that is cool, eh? You should do an art challenge. Yeah. I reckon if you started posting about your art challenge, though, I'd be like, I hope he's okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. I and know I do feel, feel like I've been like that in the past with felting or any sort of my weird, my Christmas tree, you know. I'm just yeah, like, yeah. And the answer to that question is usually, I'm not okay. And and interesting because, I mean, especially in terms of felting, you had a beautiful hobby that then became a crucial part of your career. I know. That was <laughs> career and I And how dare me on that, to be honest. Like, what a way to destroy... I, did we press record on I it? just was thinking, I was like, I hope we press record. Yeah, of course we did. 20 minutes down. 20 minutes down. 20 minutes down. You're welcome. So you're welcome, <laughs> strap in. <laughs> just keep going. Just keep persevering. Today, just before we get into the fact of the gay, today, my um, I went to a, like a spin class at Les Mills. The trip. Um, no. No, the normal one. I like the normal one. The trip makes me a little motion sickness. Fair. And, okay. and I actually thought, um, very funny when I was doing the trip once that the person running it was like, and this is a good point to just look at the ground because the camera does a weird thing and it makes a lot of people feel sick. Really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, it's gone too far. <laughs> like you need to reduce the graphics if that's the case. There's one bit in the Beyonce visuals, which we'll all see when it finally comes out in cinema. Oh yeah. Um, where Sam leaned over to me and he was like, this looks like the trip. And then I was like, oh, I couldn't <laughs> Who believe does it. does it? <laughs> Who makes the visuals for the trip? Yeah. Well, presume, maybe the potentially the same person who made the Beyonce Renaissance visuals. <laughs> Imagine, <laughs> yeah. and that's your fact of the game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they no, so I'm in this class, the spin yeah. class, and there's this kind of like young. I'm gonna say like maybe like French. I'm gonna say twink, but he could not be French, and he also might not be gay. <laughs> in which case, how dare me? And <laughs> but today he swore at us. It was amazing. What did he say? He just. He's really like that's why I've gone to these classes because he's like he's connected on mm. a way that you don't really get 
with a, with a you know a personal training it was like a group training session yeah 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 he, you know he's like you've got to you've got to push harder you've got to keep going keep fucking going he said that and then i was like oh, i mean i don't want him in trouble i l- we all loved it like the yeah, whole room was on the edge of their bike seats but well, it's it's not for kids it's not for kids it's like <laughs> what now yeah. it's not for kids no what now is for kids oh sorry yeah i've got that wrong Okay, <laughs> I think I've had that French guy. Does he teach at the, the the Central City one? I reckon if he's doing that kind of performance and you market, he's going around. Yeah, yeah, I've had him, but doing the trip in the Central yeah. City. It's interesting. Yeah. Good hair, mm. fiery personality. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. And then at the end, <gasps> like at the very end of it, when we finish, <gasps> he was just breathing and collapsed over his bike. He says, "You're going to have to give me ten seconds." And then we were like. I was I, I was fine. Like I must have not been pushing myself hard enough, but he looked like he had just been like anally penetrated by the world's largest cock and came all over the the trips um, studio. And also, we have to specify he could be straight. He could be straight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, straight men can pig. And yeah, that's true. He was just like in the throes of like climax. He oh, leaned over his bike like oh oh like this, and then he goes oh. I can hear you all breathing. That is so good. Like that. It was amazing. That's intense. And I had not even had lunch yet. I'm always shook when you see that and you're like, and then they do other classes. I know. Like that's not they their are, only one they for the are day. Beasts. They're do you reckon freaks. they do drugs? Yeah. 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 I reckon they're all on a myth. <laughs> and that is the fact of the game. <laughs> no, please tell me the fact of the game. <laughs> well, no, I just asked ChatGBT. Um, so beyond the facts, uh, ask me about the LGBT community, I said, and its involvement in ballet. And it said, um, it waffled on a bit, uh, and I didn't read any of it. And then I said, do you know why so many gay men like to do ballet <laughs> to ChatGBT? <clears throat> to which ChatGBT said to me, it's important not to, and I'm going to, it's important not to make sweeping generalizations about why individuals of any sexual orientation oh. pursue particular interests or hobbies, as people's interests and passions can be quite diverse and, and individualized. Ballet, like any other art form or activity, I was like, nah, get a personality, nah, nah, get a grip, get a sense of humor. You, I asked. Robot. I think I asked, why do so many gay men do ballet? Mm. Um, however, there are a few factors that may contribute to the perception that there are that there is a relatively high representation of gay men in ballet. Ooh. So the fact that ChatGPT is like cooking that up means it yeah. must be true, right? Um, one artistic expression. Ballet is a highly expressive and artistic form of dance that allows individuals mm. to convey emotions and stories through movement. Many gay men, like people of any sexual orientation, are drawn to the opportunity for creative self-expression that ballet offers. I, I and we've seen you have some creative self-expression on CTI. I mean, it's true. Yeah, gay men true. have a lot to let out. That's a what lot you're, to let out. I guess that's what you've tapped into. I have. But also, I hate the way ChatGPT is saying, like, oh, no. it could be because gaming, like, artistic exp- uh, expression, but also anyone can like it. Should I just expression? message back? Be like, girl, it's just us. Yeah. <laughs> girl, it's just, it's just facts. It's just, it's just a game. I am a gaming asking. I can ask this. <laughs> Number two, acceptance and inclusivity. In some cases, ballet communities may be perceived as more accepting and inclusive of LGBTQ plus communities, individuals. Which can make for an attractive pursuit for those who have who have faced discrimination and prejudice. Yep, that checks out. Yeah, yeah. Gender roles, excuse me. Ballet mm-hmm. often features 
traditional gender roles in dance with male dancers partnering with female dancers. This can provide a unique and interesting dynamic for gay men who may be exploring or questioning or questions identity of relationships. What? That's that doesn't make any fucking sense. You <laughs> how little robot. dare you? How dare you? I mean, I guess this is my big thing with though ballet is like it is weirdly like all performed by gay men. Yet the roles, like the way that gender sort of portrayed in ballet, is often like very heteronormative very and straight. It's literally just in the last few years that they're like, we're doing Roman and Julia, and Julia's a man. <laughs> Deal with it. Deal with it. Deal with it. Swing twenty three. Because all the dancers leave me. What are you supposed to do about it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What, you, um, what would you do in that case? Huh? Sleeping Beauty, the gay. Just deal with it. <laughs> Sleeping Beauty, she's gay. Gay, gay makes sleep. I'm Chris Parker. I'm head of the Rooney's Own Ballet. We're doing Cinderella. She's gay. Deal with it. Okay, next <laughs> up. How much you slurring? I'm Chris Parker. I'm head of the Rooney's Own Ballet. <laughs> I'm going to go, go to the trip. Okay, uh, and trip. Okay, role models is the last point. The visibility and accomplishment, accomplished gay male dancers such as Rudolf Nureyev and Mikhail... Barishkinov mm. can serve as models and sources and inspiration for other members of the LGBTQ plus community who are interested in pursuing ballet. Ever heard of them? No. Well, they were gay. And that's the fact of the gay. You know what I think it is? It's because you get to hang out with girls who are both, who are equal parts fun and psycho. And that is, a, that is what appeals to a gay man. There is something about being in an environment of just women that I feel so at ease in. Mm. And it's a shot. Like even this ballet class, I'm the only male in it. And I do not like, I think I would question more if I entered a room of just, just men. men. I'd be like, oh, you know, like a bit more like, how am I going to be here? This is when it's women. I'm like, I've got this. Like, I don't even, mm. and I don't even have a sense of like having to showbow or like flounce around or like sort of dial it up for them. I just feel like I can be myself. It's like Same. when I'm in Millie's, that um, homeware store, the kitchen supply store in Ponsonby. Oh, yeah, yeah. And just like talking to the women there about like crock pots and stuff. I'm just like, oh, so this is my chosen family. Do you know, I have had a little, I've got this kind of like random goal that, well, it's not even a goal. I guess I am so judgmental sometimes to gay men who hang out in just like their gay army and every social occasion it's just 20 gay men. Yes. Yet, I make those judgments having never done that. <laughs> like I've never been, I've never gone to... You I'm should in, join the Falcons. Oh, I've, I've already put this out there and they... Said no. <laughs> no. We don't want you a little fag. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no homo, no puffers allowed. First of all, I don't want to play. I don't want to play real rugby. I just no. Don't. They have different rules. But they've got touch. Yes, they do touch over summer, so I have considered it. We the only reason it's front of mind is I went to Bunnings on the weekend, and mm. they were doing the sausage sizzle. Oh, the Falkies. They kicked out those charities trying to raise money, and they were like, <laughs> "Gay rugby." Yeah, um, but I guess everyone gets a turn. What I will say is, and like I love to support charities, you know, where I can. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, hey, better give a couple of dollars. What I will say. Have <laughs> a couple of dollars. Well, you know, for a sausage. What I will yeah, say of is. Of course. The quality I expect in my sausage, mm. you know, is that it is cooked. Recently, I've noticed sort of standards Wait. slipping. You can't hand it back. But they've been a little lackluster. Not a gay, not a gay rugby team serving raw sausage. What, am I right? <laughs> what I will, well, no. What I will say with that is that mm. so it's been like three or four times where I've been to Bunnings and I've been like, oh look, it's for charity. That's a pretty bad sausage and a bit of bread, but mm. hey, I'll eat it. It might make my guts feel a bit crazy, you know, when I'm looking at the the bush, the you know, the plants at Bunnings, but whatever. The Falcons really made a good sausage. 
Like it was a perfectly cooked nice. sausage and bread. And I was like, damn. Probably because they're full grown adults and not like 13 <laughs> year old netballers. <laughs> <laughs> but they were, they were really like running the roost there. You know, it was a real. Because I'm so used to it being, yeah, like a 13 year old girl who's like saving to go to like. Um, water polo comp and wherever and he's yeah. like do you want do you want onion you know whereas these guys were just like hello do you want to join the Falcons like just really throwing it out there yeah nice and one of them was like I've seen you do comedy and he had seen um, a raw material night with me and Alice Nedden I'm going to say four years ago oh shit <laughs> like, oh shit <laughs> that reminds me of one time I like sponsored one of my stand up videos to go out to promote my like hour long show to try and get people to buy tickets and then there was a comment underneath like someone had tagged their friend and then their friend had said, oh yeah, he performs at Revelry all the time. You should come check him out there, which Revelry is like, you go for free. It's the most nightmarish space of my entire life. I have, I hate doing gigs there, but sometimes I do it to Disney material. I would hate to think that's, a, that's no, where you have to I'm go full, to see I'm me. Full. If you're doing that, how dare you? How dare how you? How dare you? Oh. Would you have a Queen of the Week out of interest? I think. Has this happened before? Sofian Stevens. Queen of the week. Oh. Who yeah. who I thought Sofian was just kind of out already, but then I, I, I guess that was always maybe the vibe, but no one knew for sure. A and lot of people thought it was just like Is he talking about his boyfriend? Is he talking about God? God? We don't uh, know. Yes, we yes. didn't know. But he so he did dedicate his new album Javelin, which is so, so good. good. I love it. And he Tammy Nielsen's Tammy Nielsen. <laughs> What about Tammy Nielsen? No. What about Tammy Nielsen? <laughs> Not Tammy Nielsen. Tammy the Bush Coast Lady. I was going to make a quick joke about how she's already listening to it. Oh, yeah, she listens she to all the stuff you have She's a Marvel. But Tammy Nielsen probably. <laughs> I mean, she probably likes it. She's the Queen of the Week. So she, he dedicated it to his partner who has now passed away, which I is know. so sad. It's honestly so upsetting. I love the music. It's like, Sofiane is like one of the. You know, it's that thing of like how gay cinema is either horny or mm-hmm. so sad. And I feel like actually gay music is the same. It's totally. Because you're never hearing gay jazz. Yeah. <laughs> Fly me to the moon and put this douche right up my butt. <laughs> you know, it's like not happening. Put the, fly me to the moon <laughs> and put this douche right up my butt. Oh. Right up. <laughs> Let well, me see so- if I can have some butt sex denied. <laughs> In oh. other words. How dare you do that to Frank Sinatra, <laughs> who didn't write that song. I don't know who wrote that song, but I guess he did it. Sufjan. <laughs> he wrote it. Because I, I, I'm really into um, Omar Apollo, who also just released new music this month. And I would say he definitely... Is on the horny side. He's on the horny. Well, he's like naked he's, in his album cover. Yeah, there's a big painting of him jerking off, I believe. I feel like Choice of Aunt was sad. It's gone Whoop, full horny. To horny. Yeah. Yeah. And then to only go back to sad again. But yeah, I mean, I guess you never get gay as in happy music. <laughs> oh, no. Mika. <laughs> <laughs> and Todrick Hall. Oh, true. Actually, yeah. all of RuPaul's music. Oh, yeah. the theory is anything Leland. Oh, no, because Leland does um, Choice of Arms music. I think. Bing bang bong. Yeah. I would say that it's a very happy very gay and happy. happy. Gay. That's very happy gay. Oh damn it! I thought the theory held up. <sighs> yeah, that's um, a real shame. It's so. I, I know. It just. I was, what I was going to say was, it feels like 
this is probably horrible, but like so classically Sophie Stevens to announce that you're gay by being like, my and boyfriend's dead. My boyfriend's dead. dead. <laughs> oh, we shouldn't be making fun. That's actually really horrible, it's but really um, it's so sad. Do you know what's weird? A weird way that death is being handled. So, like, an act MP just died. Yes. No, no well, he's not an MP yet, or he was, you know, going candidate. for a candidate. And so there's going to be a by election. And I just feel like every time it's talked about in the news, it's, it's like, like oh, he died. So now it's, gonna, it's crazy. <laughs> We're sorry. God, you're going to have to go to the community center again and vote. Oh, I mean, the funeral's not in the way. You know, it's so horrible. There's though. No, like, I've. I've only heard the word died. I've never heard anyone use like passed away or like any like any softer language. And it's always about how like there's going to be an extra seat in parliament because he died. It's, <laughs> it's weird. Crazy. It, it's one of the craziest. I everyone's like, oh, it's such a drab election. I find it to be really unhinged. Yeah, like the events that have gone down are just like I think because there's truly. I think because of the sort of. Labour Green Te Party Māori side Like we're really On the like The fight yeah, the, yeah, Really yeah. working hard To defend And, and then- really lacking A um, <laughs> I think Chris Hopkins Is a good leader Of the Labour Party But Not Exciting Unfortunately no, And I think cute. The lack of an Exciting leader Is what has made This This season this season. Tough. <laughs> this season of the show. But there is something about Christopher Luxon as well that is like very similar to John Key, which is like they sort of, when you see photos of these guys, you're like, yeah. whoa, they mean business. And then you hear them both talk and they're like, well, I really <laughs> like New <laughs> Zealand. <laughs> it's so like, I love a sausage of bread. Like there's just something kind of like jarring about how both these, and maybe it's a sort of internalized, um, what's the opposite of like misogyny? <laughs> Toxic masculinity, in a way. Like, you know, I'm like, speak like a real man. <laughs> that's, what you look, that's what you're looking for in your politicians. No, but I'm just like, they speak, I just think it's like, oh, well, I don't, I don't know. It's so, like, casual. I think I want, that's the thing that, I, I, do, do think, I think he's deplorable, mm. but that's what the thing that you sort of, like, your ears perk up when you hear Winnie talk. Yeah. Because he sort of talks like this, you know. Oh, my gosh. There's an amazing exchange in the minor parties. Debate where they're talking about how many chances, and David Simon goes, "You've had your chance." And then, and then Winston Peters says in the most resonant voice, "It goes, and I'll have many more." <laughs> he's, he's, Couldn't believe he's it. Weirdly camp. Yeah, he is. He is. He's like a Disney villain. Yeah, energy. truly. Yeah. Whereas the other ones are kind of like Muppets. Yeah. Like actual like Sesame Street like. <laughs> There's not many with like gravitas to their voice. Chloe's got quite a lot of vocal gravitas, I would say. I guess because in New Zealand we're like, we've really fixated on our politicians being likable. Yeah. And that is tough because we've never really had someone in recent years who's like, you're not really going to like me, but I'm going to fucking crack on with it. Helen, right? Helen, that's all I could think Helen. of. Everyone was like, she wasn't out there like, Trying mm. necessarily to be beloved by everyone, but everyone, well, a lot of people respected her because she was just cracking on with it. Yeah, I think that's what I want at this point. It's just like I don't I want, want somebody any... who cracks on with it. <laughs> yeah, I just don't want any like. I remember when they launched Christopher Luxon and Nicola Willis. They launched, you know, it was like a big like launch up top, and yeah, it, of course, and yeah. all their things just sounds like, like a sneaker or something. <laughs> <laughs> The drop. I got invited to the launch. <laughs> oh my god, your National Party just launched last night. <laughs> what? Oh my god, surprise album. Hashtag PR event. <laughs> no, but they like didn't 
They were they went straight for like that Jennifer Lawrence school of like relatability. You know, like yeah. how do you like your mince pie? And I'm just like, it doesn't fucking matter. Do any other countries in the world <laughs> run their election campaign like this one is, which is literally the leaders travel the country and perform what are minimum wage jobs? Essentially, for they fun. do like Jono and Ben skits. They like <laughs> Hipkins has multiple times been in an ice cream truck. I've seen. Christopher Luxon <laughs> making coffee. I've seen him being literally a waiter. I, why? Why, why you do? I don't. Who? Who's thinking? Oh, oh! Now I know who to vote for. <laughs> I guess that it man, does because he brought the plates to the right table. I guess they're trying to show like, oh yeah, because there was that one of like Luxon working in a. He was bringing like chicken sandwiches out to people. And he got like the change wrong or something. Yes. It's like, oh God, it's it's humiliating. It is really embarrassing. And I think we as a nation should be embarrassed <laughs> at how both of these people are conducting themselves. <laughs> oh God, well, it's all going to be over by Saturday. Or we're going to have to go through it all again. Well, yeah, we'll just do a second one right away. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I do have a, I do have a, here's my thing. And I was like talking this through with Patty Gower today, who obviously knows, you know, everything, political reporter, about how um, it feels like we might get Helen Clark 2.0. I, this is my theory, in that um, the left loses the selection, but the right are in a complete disaster. So they barely last one term. And then, uh, which is what happened. Helen Clark lost her first election and then oh. stayed as the opposition leader. They didn't get rid of her. Oh. Sat in waiting. And then took it was her like, I'll get them. And it was How literally Winston Peters who fucked, who was fucking up the match for nationals. So we could see that again. God, he's been around for a really long time. I actually, this guy, this is, just brings us back to that last episode we did yesterday. I did actually get a DM. We did yesterday. Uh, yesterday. And by yesterday, I mean last, a whole last week. Wednesday. Wednesday. Um, I did get a DM from the um, vote.nz's Instagram account because they were also listening to the podcast. Eli is totally on his phone. Sorry, I just, I just got a whole bunch of interesting texts. I just oh, got fucking no, sorry. no less than four interesting texts. <laughs> Can they be shared? You're not going to check them now, are you? Um, I have to reply to my boyfriend. <laughs> I'm oh sorry. You're literally... Okay, anyway, this is what was came from vote.nz. Hey, Chris, I'm really sorry about it. <laughs> I'm really sorry about it. Whatever, when I check my phone. Actually, how dare you? Um, <laughs> the way I completely shut off. Like, it's didn't unbelievable. It, what you're about to read from your phone. I literally was like, I don't know what the context is. I was literally looking at you in, in the eyes, holding my phone. And then you were like, he have phone, me have phone. <laughs> and then the light turned up and then you were like, and then I like, you're, you melted. <laughs> Seemingly lost you. And I knew where you were. Like I knew where your brain was. And I was like, I'm not getting him back. Yeah, fair. There's nothing harder than having a conversation. And I'm often like this with Michael. Like he'll be having a full conversation with me. And I'm like, 
you know, it's like you're in the um, like another world, you know, and you're yeah, like yeah. clawing yourself out, but you're watching like someone ice a cake upside down in a fish tank or whatever, and you're mm. like, how's this gonna turn out? And he's like, <laughs> you know, Michael's like, what do you think? And I'm like. I am trying to hear you, but this phone is... That's what my attention feels like. I will often quite quite often like start a sentence and then we'll just cut off midway. Because <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, yeah, I can do this both at the same time. And I'll be like, and you yeah, can't. we need to get toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, we go do that. So, like that. Okay, who do you get some voting questions on your podcast? The people with the big ribbons at voting places are called scrutineers, not schmigadoons. Well, the, apparently the orange man listens to the male gaze. Is this um, from the orange man? Well, yeah. That's from Vote.NZ? Yeah, that's what I said when you were on your phone. They're appointed um, by candidates or parties to oversee the election activity. Wow. So there you go. That's awesome, because I got, I got a similar message from someone who, who has been a scrutineer for the Greens, and here's an amazing story. They said someone turned up to the voting booth and they smiled at them and then that person decided to vote green because they smiled at them. <laughs> and honestly, we've critiqued fucking like Hipkins and Luxon like serving Mr. Whippy mm-hmm. ice creams. Maybe maybe that is all it takes. Uh, um, we recorded Patty Gower has issues today and uh, one of these schmigadoons yeah. scrutineers, scrutineers was in the audience. Absailers. Oh, for the Aotearoa Legalized Cannabis Party. Holy. He, he was wearing a full um, cannabis leaf uh, suit. Oh. <laughs> well, it kind of reminds me of a like kind of a Halloween aesthetic. Yeah. Which is coming up. And I guess we didn't talk about it. <laughs> it's, it's, we've got, we'll do, we'll, we're weekly. Do you want a time check, listeners? Oh, you got a yes. So um, that we're at forty-three minutes. So just a little bit more to go. So hold in there. Hold in. You're there. almost at work. So we're at, it's October tenth now. So we've actually got a full twenty-one days. What are you gonna? What would you dress up for as for Halloween? Mm. Last year, Sam and I were planning a costume that we still haven't done and we still could do, which is mm. um, he was going to dress as Hugh Grant in Notting Hill, and then I was going to dress as Julie Roberts in the scene where she spills the orange juice on her top. So she's in, Amazing. she's got a leather b- black beret, a black jacket, a white t-shirt with the orange juice on, Amazing. and sunglasses. I do, <clears throat> I do feel though sometimes they should always be linked to a scary movie. I I do kind of always love to go like kind of classic scary. Oh. Yeah, it is. But I do think that's too good not to hit. Mm. Though I just call I out fun. for a dress-up party just for the sake of it. Like often, like Michael's family will have a dress-up party, and the theme is like dress-up. Oh, and there's no like, just fancy whatever dress. you want. So would it be weird then to do a specific reference rather than just wear something? I think it would go down, like because yeah. the theme is fancy dress. Yeah, and true. So we went to like a yeah, like his sister's birthday. It was the theme was fancy dress, and. Wow. People just wore like wacky things. Someone dressed up as like the bananas and pajamas. Cute. And, and a reference and, and relevant. And a callback. And, um, and that was a callback that we planned. <laughs> when we when we kind of bullet pointed what we could talk about, we thought and then near the end of the We'll kind of as it's sort of beginning to trail off, we'll get them back with a callback. Um, Sam and I were considering hosting a Halloween party. Oh, go off. You haven't Oh, you've had one party, but you weren't there. I you were doing Treasure Island. Yeah, yeah. And Sam was there. Sam had his literal 30th birthday, and I got so many messages. <laughs> I got home and opened my phone, and I had so many messages being like, Hey, Eli, just checking in. How's everything going? 
just wanted to check in, just haven't talked for a while. How's everything going? Because everyone had on Instagram seen my boyfriend turn 30, have a big party with a lot of a lot of our <laughs> friends there. And I was so clearly not there. <laughs> hey, babe, are you all right? Hey, hey just thinking of you. That's it, when I came back and I was a bit like... Um, like I was like, I've, I'm having a social media break. That's what I said because I was like yeah. toxically online. I was on like, I was Instagramming every day and then radio silence. <laughs> yeah. And then didn't even post like, I'm going away. I just disappeared for 27 days. Yeah. Then appeared back, lost 7 kgs, all the skin on my lips. It was so tan and was like <laughs> cracked as hell and was like, hey guys, I'm back. And everyone was like, oh, I think he's on nightmare. Yeah. Everyone was like, whoa, you look like you've had a, Big holiday. <laughs> like, and not even a good one. Just not, like a, not a fun one. Just a big holiday. Oh, you got lost. I've I, got a photo of me at the at the airport from my, um, uh, yeah, from when when I was flying back. And careful. Yeah, which, and which could be at any point. Could be at any point. It could be at any, any point. point. Could be tomorrow. I do look crazy. Oh. But I can say that now because I feel I feel like I look crazy yeah, you, on, you look, on the current current episode, on the current timeline that we're on. You are insane. I already look crazy. So I love seeing you go up for elimination last night. My heart was racing and was, you killed it. And you are such a beautiful contributor too. We've got a group thread called <laughs> currently called the Blair Girls Fan Club. I which, renamed it. What did you? Oh, you renamed I'm it. an active member of this group, even though I don't post you, at oh, the it's time. An hour and a half behind. <laughs> Everyone watches it and kind of post their commentary into the group. It's also it's also a group to organize group viewings, and not a single group viewing has been organized. No, but you're always at them. Yeah, there's other there's other ones hopping around. Shit. Um, but yeah, you I would love an invitation. Yeah, well, James James <laughs> has is having one tonight. That little fucking twink. But I'm not gonna I'm gonna go to the pub quiz instead because I've just have overdosed on CGI. Yeah, that's um, fair. You did it, and then you have to rewatch it. Yeah, and sometimes I really love it, and then other times I'm like, I want to do anything else. <laughs> Think about this. It's a bit much, eh? Can yeah, be. It's full noise. Um, what was I even bloody talking about? Oh, just you messaging. You're gonna host a Halloween party. Hosting a Halloween party. I just wanted to know, like, you, every time you watch the show as well, you just post six episodes in a row. <laughs> no one replies to them. No. how you're feeling at each moment of Well, you want to share the experience. No, and it's amazing. I love it. <laughs> and I love reading it in the morning. <laughs> I love to wake up. You're like, oh, Chris has gone through this. And you're like, oh, my gosh, can't believe that happened. Yeah. Whoa, way to go, Eli. Just these messages. Yeah, so Whoa, so crazy. Just no context. I was thinking of, because I saw a TikTok that was like, here's some like recommended Halloween costumes mm. for the year um, that's been. And someone was like, you could go as Gwyneth Paltrow in her court case. And I was like, that that's good. was this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And isn't that so surprising? That does that feel happen- like ancient history. Like what happened in March? Dress up as something that happened in March. Was the Met Gala in March? I'm going to Google it. Hold on. Yeah. I can't wait to find out those results. We anyway, the truth about our Halloween party is that we are now away on the weekend of uh, Halloween because um, oh, so you can't host because I won an award for being a great uh, young achiever from the University of Canterbury. It's so amazing. You, I hope you get a big trophy for that. I really hope I get a, a trophy that looks nice. Okay, I'm going to put it into ChatGPT, mm, and that'll round this off beautifully, eh? Um, well, one of the reasons that we want to do a Halloween party is because we've got a fountain in our front yard. and You put um, blood in it. No, we wanted to turn it into a witch's cauldron. Put three oh, little witches in the side. You could just do that anyway. Well, b- now that you've suggested blood, that's <laughs> way 
easier. <laughs> Are you asking ChatGPT for some 2023? Hey, ChatGPT, can you give me some 2023 Halloween... Oh, hello, 2023 pop culture? Would you mm. say pop culture? Yeah. Halloween costume ideas for couples. Go as... um. Who... Are members of the LGBT oh my gosh. community? <laughs> Could go as Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet watching Beyonce. Oh, that's fantastic! <laughs> that's fantastic. Here we go. Um, certainly, here are some pop culture Halloween costumes for couples who are members of the LGBT community, <laughs> inspired by the trends and characters from 2023. Um, you could do a Shit's Creek duo. Fuck up. <laughs> Michael just that, booed from the Yeah, room. thank you. Thank you, Michael. ChatGPT has just come out. Yeah. <laughs> That's the energy they're giving. Shit's Creek? Um, yeah, dress up as David and Patrick from the popular TV series Shit's Creek. David's iconic black and white outfits and Patrick's final shirt and glasses make for an instantly recognisable costume. No one would recognise that. Okay, next one. Euphoria characters. Channel the stylish and edgy characters from the TV series Euphoria. You could go as Rue and Jules. Come, oh, didn't that actor die? That feels bad taste. Ch- yeah, that feels- come on. ChatGPT. Ch- if I'm correct... ChatGPT, the one that I was using, had not updated. It's like um, it hadn't learned anymore since like 2019 or something. Oh my god, that's, yeah. that's probably this space-themed couples take inspiration from the space-themed movies like June or The Expanse. This is crazy that they're like. I think the queers love space. <laughs> yeah. You know what would be queer? A June costume. <laughs> Dresses the characters from these sci-fi universes with elaborate space costumes and makeup. Ooh, oh, makeup sounds fun. Um, did someone say some superheroes? Embrace the superhero trend with costumes inspired by characters from the latest superhero movies. We won't say what they are. Oh, you could go to Loki, L- Loki and Sylvie. Who's Sylvie? Consider maybe some 90s cartoon characters. Oh, this is kind of good. Ren and Stimpy. That is good. Hard, hard, hard. And actually, I don't know which one is which, but the the pink skinny one would be hard to achieve. I think. Ren is Ren the red and white one. I can't remember. They're both mine. Red and white one. I feel like would be slightly easier. That kind of era would be um sort of Warner Brothers Animaniacs. Animaniacs, yeah. but like you know when they did like Rugrats all grown up. Yeah. But it's like Animaniacs all grown up, and they're like little. Fucking sex little fucking slut. Dot, what dot and a little slutty uh, yeah, bondage yeah, outfit. Exactly. And yak with a big fat cock. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's yak, what ChatGBT said. <laughs> celebrity, ca- papa ca- uh, celebrity power couples like Zendaya and Tom Holland. A famously straight Did you couple. know? So we were in New York and, and then... Um, That's amazing that they're still together, right? Eh? And they lived just around the corner from where we were staying because we caught up with some friends and then they pointed at the apartment building and they were like, Tom Holland is in Daya. They live there. Holy. And it was like, you know, 100 metres from where we were staying. Their vibe is... It's hot to me. It's so hot. He is hot to me. He's hot. I think he's a little goofy and she is not goofy. I think she's pretty goofy. But in a cool way. (laughs) In a cool way. the biggest star we've got. She's unbelievable. I think, to me... I think he's unreal, but I think she is too good for him. But then I don't know who would be good enough for her. But then I don't, also don't think he's bad. You could dress up as a famous movie, a musical icon, like um, Lil Nas X, Billie Eilish, or Doja Cat. Who in their right mind is like, I don't know what to go as Halloween for. I'll ch- ask ChatGPT, and they'd be like, Lil Nas X, I'll do that. You know, just like that simple. Can I say? It would be pretty funny. This is Billie Eilish. <laughs> 
be fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a pretty iconic <laughs> to introduce this Billy Eilish. <laughs> Should we have a Billy Eilish theme party? Everyone, Everyone is introduced as Billy Eilish. <laughs> All these people in their 30s dressing as Billy Eilish. <laughs> the theme is millennials dress as Gen Z icons. Yeah. God, that would be good. Mm. And to round this off, Disney characters. No. no. Frozen and Moana is what they suggest. And then 80s retro duo. Remember well, I wham. Remember to have fun and just put your own unique twist on these costume ideas and make them your own. Halloween is all about creativity and self-expression. Gay. Can I say? <laughs> Chat GPT. People are like, oh, it's going to stop. We'll get it to write scripts. Look, that is pathetic. That's pathetic. That is a pathetic how, list of ideas. How, you, how dare you? How dare us use it, to be honest? Yeah, and how and how dare you, ChatGPT, think you think you're ever going to help society? Well, that has been um, <laughs> on that <laughs> note. That has actually been the end of this week's podcast. We did we raise any questions that need to be solved? I know. Should we quickly send a voice okay. message to a politician? <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to go as for Halloween? <laughs> do, you, do you know who Billy Eilish is? <laughs> Hi, Nicola. Well, I was just wondering what you're going to do for Halloween. Okay, bye, baby. <laughs> God, send us straight to hell. Bye. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a face. It's the day Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.